Hey guys, welcome to Treat Up Podcast with hosts Kevin Atwood and Stephen Skaggs. Brought to you by Wild Leg Productions. Hey guys, welcome back to Treat Up Podcast. It's me and Steven tonight. Right now, we're going to kick it off by kind of catching up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we, we took a little break. We thought we'd kind of give you a little heads up of kind of what's been going on with us. Nothing really interesting, though. Yeah, well, we've had a few things. We've had, we, you know, we took Christmas. We had a good Christmas, yeah. and then we had New Year's, and then Mr. Uh, uh, Hank, I call him Hank. Hank. Got a, he got yeah, a you, new dog, Hank you, Jr. You guys seen... Uh, you guys seen where we we uh, took a, a new guy and got a pup from Mr. Hurley Combs. Yeah, got to meet Hurley. Got to meet Hurley. Got her picture taken with him. Mm-hmm. Hurley, if you're listening to this, um, we hope to have you on soon. Oh, yeah. Honor to meet you. Yes, sir. Um, he's got a heck of an operation. If, you ever get, if you're ever looking for a Combs pup, hit him up. Uh, hit him up. Yeah, Man, he's, he's got, got some to. good stuff. Yeah. Of course, you go when you go through it, he's always like, look at this one. Yeah. I'm keeping this one. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, let me see. Oh no, no, that's not. It's not for sale. Yeah, that's good yeah. looking dog. Yeah, look at this pup. Yeah, now yeah. look at this no, one. I'm here. keeping it. Yeah. yeah, that's not for sale. It's like, well, I don't blame you. But. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. And then uh, Knox is Knox is on fire. Shot out of a cannon. Man, I'm so tickled. Yeah, I am just. Yeah, there was a lot of miles, but you know, it, you hear people talk about it. You hear people say it's it's like a light switch, mm-hmm. and it really was. It was just one day he just man he just took off and he's just been on fire ever since. And uh, yeah, he and he's he's winding squirrels too. He's winding squirrels. Yeah, at, yeah. yeah at ten months. He uh, well, I tell you that we 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 went to. I took my son and one of his buddies hunting. They wanted to go hunting, which is odd because my son mm-hmm. I can't get him into this, but. Uh, so we were actually we we came off of a hill and uh, we were standing down at the bottom of the edge of the woods and his buddy was leaned up against a tree and Knox comes off the hill, uh, wide open, uh, and I think he runs up to Brian and Brian patted him on the head and Knox went from him to the next tree over, sniffed it, and barked treed on it. Yeah, what and, five yards, ten yards, maybe right there. Yeah, yeah right there. And so, I mean, and we had been standing there for a minute and he barked tree down. I said, there's no way. And I got the thermal out and sure enough, there was a squirrel in the top of that tree. Yeah. And we knocked it out to him. That's great. And I was just like, holy cow. Yeah. That's, that's when you go, you go home. You end on that. You end on that one. You end on that. <laughs> I'm was, calling it. Yeah. I was really, I've been really, really excited mm-hmm. about Knox. Uh, yeah. And then. And then. Um, if y'all have listened to from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We talked about Buck. Buck. Buck is... And... I, so Buck is a grade cur I have. You're not going to let me talk, are you? No, I'm not going to let you talk. <laughs> I'm not going to let you talk about Buck. Okay. Buck is... No, no, because I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I'm going there. No, uh, but... Uh, yeah, I know you're going to. Donnie. Yeah. If you're listening, Donnie, Donnie Burst, li- I got to say, I'm just going to talk about go, it. Go ahead. So Stephen got Buck, what, two years ago? No, no, it was it was November, so it's probably a year and a half. Year and a half, yeah. probably two years ago. He's probably he was probably four months old. So Stephen got Buck about two and a half years ago, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so he gets it. And Buck is not papered. No, matter of fact, he was free. 
He was free. Just to be fair. Somebody said that they couldn't do anything with him, mm-hmm. uh, that they just wanted, and I just needed something to fool with at yeah. the time. So I yeah. just went and picked him up. Yeah. So he got Buck about four and a half years ago. <laughs> and when he brought him home, <laughs> so he brought him home, and he he Buck loves or did love deer. He loved Passionate deer. deer. Oh, my gosh. He and uh, he, he, you know, really showed very little. I mean, he would catch a squirrel. Yeah, you know, but he, as far as just like taking him to the woods to get mm-hmm. to get him to uh, concentrate on squirrels was almost non-existent because he was yeah. too keen in on deer. Yeah, he he was looking for deer. He would smoke a deer mm-hmm. for miles. And so Stephen give up on him. You know, Stephen referred to him as a farm dog. He's like he's a good farm dog. He's just not gonna be a squirrel dog. And so Stephen's father-in-law, who is. You know, Stephen talked about throwing stars. Donnie is the original Woods Ninja, I believe. I believe he I is. Believe, I'm going yeah. to be honest with you. Stephen, yeah. Donnie, if you're listening, Stephen has not not talked up your game. Yeah, I, I feel like I probably should have talked so, up a little better. Especially yeah. after this. No, yeah. I believe everything Donnie tells me yeah. now. Yeah. I mean. So, Stephen's give up on this dog. And so... <laughs> You know, like I'm getting ready to call him. Yeah, no, yeah, in a bad way, yeah. And so Donnie's like, no. And, so, you know, Donnie's giving him pointers, trying to guide him. Steven's looking at me, rolling his eyes, like, you don't listen to him. I know him. He's always talking a big game. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. So here we go. So Donnie comes in, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to take Buck. Yeah. And Buck's like a Bronco. He's like a wild horse. You got to oh, catch him. You got to catch him. Him, him up run, in the thing, you know, in the down, anyway. you know. Steven calls me and he's like, Donnie took Buck out. He did. Yeah. But the first time Donnie ever took him out, Buck is treeing and Donnie's killing squirrels. Killed squirrels. Yeah. And so I have. I have no faith. I don't know. I, I mean, it's You're, a good thing that, yeah. that Knox had good blood because that's the only way that he turned out to be what he is. You know, we talked about reviewing dogs. You're not helping us any at all. No, I'm not. Because that's, yeah. that's a bad thing. Man. Yeah, he slipped right through your fingers. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And then. And then. And then on top of all this. Yeah, on top of all this. So, Stephen, about. Um, what? Are you going to say I gave up on this one, too? So, about. <laughs> about. A few months ago, Stephen acquires the the dog that you. I just posted a video on mm-hmm. the little. And she's what eighteen months old. Yeah, somewhere in there. So, yeah. yeah. So and she's she's uh, um, off little, little Jack, little Jack, Merle Seeley's little Jack. Yep. And then I forget her mother's name, but the mother is off Porcupine Mountain. Bud, yes. am I right? Yes. So she's bred up. Yep. And so, actually, when he got her, I didn't say anything. But immediately, I was like, mm, mm-hmm. "I'd like to, mm-hmm. I'd like to have a shot at that dog." I think you did say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I did. And so I've watched this little dog sit in his kennel <laughs> for quite a long time. And so Stephen actually gave her to me about a month ago, and he gave her to me for about twenty minutes, and yeah. then he changed his mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's and so I didn't have time to do it. But so finally the other day, he's like, I'm, I'm getting another feist. I paid the deposit down, and you can come get her. So I did. And so we're fooling with her now. 
and she's you fool with her a little bit. I need to yeah, fool with her a little bit. yeah. I think, All jokes aside, yeah, she has really got some potential. Oh yeah, that's I, what Donnie I, said. That's what Donnie. Donnie is really excited <laughs> about it. Yeah. So that's the reason that Kevin is so excited. Yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. No kidding though. She is really. She's got potential. She's got that. Uh, and somebody on the video. When she sits down and barks, she alternates her front feet, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and she gets excited and just gets in a, uh, she just gets in a mode, yeah. and and she just, you know, she's like a little robot and gets it going. So, but I, I'm still getting used to her. I've not had her out yet. I'm hoping tomorrow. It's supposed to be 52 here mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. and so I'm hoping we get a chance to. I'm get and this her is going to be one of those things that we're really excited about because. Uh, Let's we'll see, what was she, 16 months old when we actually ended up getting her? I think so. And um, she didn't, she had not been, she hadn't really been fooled with no. at all. She, she was, was shy. She very. was really shy. She would run to the back of the kennel, uh, and she wouldn't, uh, she didn't want to come to you. Uh, she would just cower down when you got anywhere near. And the turnaround Oh, now incredible she's the biggest baby mm-hmm. yeah and she is so sweet mm-hmm. uh meet you at the door mm-hmm. oh yeah you know when you first got her and brought her home you know she matter of fact we had to pack her the truck we had to she didn't even want to be on the lead mm-hmm. and uh but now even you know when you got her, if you went in the kennel with her when you got her she'd just kind of go to the back of the kennel mm-hmm. and didn't really she was just you know, she wasn't abused by any means. No, no, she wasn't she just, abused. She never she did just, get out of the can. You know, nobody right. really ever fooled with her right. much. Yeah, uh, she was, you know, perfectly healthy, good looking dog. But now, you know, from just spending some time with her, uh, mm. you know, when I go out there now, I mean, she's I can just walk outside and she's jumping up and down and barking and yeah. just ready to go, excited. You can go down the kennel. She'll meet me at the door, jump yep. out. She's just uh, and you haven't had her out yet. Have you? I, I haven't. I've, I have, I've been I, getting used to her. I so. took her out. A few times, uh, and you're going to be really impressed. I'm with, excited with about, the yeah. way she travels. I, I really like the way she travels. Uh, full disclaimer here: I did not have time to fool with her. Yeah, and I'm really, really happy that Kevin got her because I think Kevin is going to have the time to put into her because I really mm-hmm. want to see what she does. Yeah, yeah. Really want to see what she does. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Duke? Oh, Duke, yeah. I, 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 you, you lost me just for a minute. I hadn't well, thought about I, that. Well, I have my ADD kicked in. Yeah, Duke, uh, Tyler's in the same boat. He, he, Tyler is Tyler works with, or for Steven, works with us, and um, he's been studying for his – if anybody out there listening is an electrician, um, he's been studying for a long time a to long get his time. master's. Finally, what, 17 times later? I think Something he's passed like it. Yeah. yeah. 28. No, Tyler, no offense. 28. Yeah. 28 times. But no, he, he's passed it and he's been working on that. So, he, you know, and the days are short. So he's not had time to. He hasn't. To, he's not had time to get. He gets now, in Tyler's defense, I think he does get him out at home every day. He does get him out at yeah. home every day. And, and, but he hasn't had time to take him to the woods yeah. because we, we get off a little bit later and it's usually mm-hmm. dark. And, yeah. So he hasn't but, had the chance to get him out. But he is. Uh, He's taking the right steps. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have. I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a good little dog on his. Oh hands. yeah, yeah. No, the end result with that one will be interesting. But pay attention because um, that our little 
I, I, her, her name is a Little Jack's Country Pip. Country Pip. And uh, I told him my next, my next male dog name was going to be Country Pimp. Yeah. But I obviously got a female. Yeah, and so pimp. lots yeah. of, you know, we went through a lot of names. Mm-hmm. But I like Pip. We call her Pippi. Oh, Pippi. But pay attention. She's going to be, uh, you know, I'm still Chaco. I, I still take him out. He's wide open, doing great. And, uh, but, you know, you know, if everybody listening, if, if you're out there, you know what it's like to get a new dog mm-hmm. or to want to train that new dog. And, you know, Chaco is doing exactly, he's there now. Um, and I'm not saying there's not little things that we could work on, but, um, He's to that point now, but I can I just take him out and hunt, and I'm killing squirrels. I don't really I don't. Yeah. He can be anywhere, and I can ask him to do about anything. He's so and great. he's going to do it. He's so great. And so I just wanted another. I, I wanted to, another project. Yeah, I wanted I wanted yeah. I wanted another dog to train, but I'm really I'm I'm excited about her being as old as she is because you hear all the time that people give up on dogs like Steven, and then <laughs> they they eventually get in somebody's hands that can do something. They can mold them into what they're mold supposed to be. Them. Yes, yes. And thank God for the Donnie Burrises of the yeah, world and the Kevins right, of the world right, because we're yeah. here yep. just as a support system. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the old second owner. But yeah, third, third, I don't know. fourth. These dogs need us. Yeah, yeah. You know that we need I, more. I'm good at finding we them. need more Stevens that well, buy them and give up on them and give them away. Well, you have to admit, I'm good at finding dogs. You are good at finding dogs. I, I can find them. Mm-hmm. And then I just pass them on to you guys. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, that's... which I th- I'm not sure that may be a strategy. Maybe you're just saving your boot leather. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's working. That's them, these heels and hollers around here is rough. Now I'm telling you, <laughs> we all seen the picture. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like to die that day. <laughs> Good grief! Woo. No, I, you know, I think I think it's good. We tell people uh, this is just my opinion. It's really good to have a finished dog like you've got mm-hmm. and then have a something like a project. If, mm-hmm. if if you've got, if you're mentally challenged like we are, yeah. that way that you've got something to, you know, some days you might not want to fool with a pup. Yeah. And you might want to just go hunting. Yeah. And you can go turn grab Chaco and you can go do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you might be like, well, maybe I'm feeling pretty good today. Let's take the little dog out and see how it works. Uh, yeah, I know that right before, I know right before Knox turned on, I was about puppied out. Yeah. You, you kind of, mm, you kind of lost it there. I mean, you, you know, everybody knows what that's like too. I kept him out there, mm-hmm. but I was losing my, I was, these guys that do this thing, this stuff all the time, man. Yeah. Y- y'all got to have patience of Job. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. It is. It's tough. Well, Kevin's doing something on his phone. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking for? Are you going to play that? The, all right. Uh, so anybody listen to that? Has anybody uh, has anybody watched Kevin's video? Because we've seen it. Your video. Of Pip. Oh yeah, Pip. Yeah, because we've seen it and listened to it at work probably a hundred times. It's a good video. It is. It's a good video. We can just be standing around, or we'll, we'll be doing something, and we'll look over, and Kevin will just be standing there, and you can hear his phone going. You hear, you'll hear her barking on the yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Man, that's a good video. I'm really excited." Yeah. 
but that's about the best Christmas present you got, wasn't it? It was. It was. Hey, a new dog. Huh? New, you know, something. But uh, but no, we just wanted to catch up. You know, obviously we've got uh, coming up. Uh, getting ready to call them here in just a minute. Yeah, uh, and this is another new one for us. We've got Mr. Earl Angel and Mr. Steve Silvis coming up. Uh, going to hopefully uh, we have no technical difficulties. Yeah, we're going to try to do a uh, conference call. Yeah, we've done a walkthrough and uh, everything worked on the walkthrough. But as you know, it typically doesn't when it comes time to. Uh, you know, we're going to try that. Guys, sit tight. We'll be right back. We're doing a first tonight. We have got Mr. Earl Angel and Mr. Steve Silvis both on the phone with us, and uh, we're excited about this one. Guys, I don't know that there will be anybody out there that don't know who we're talking to, but just in case they don't, uh, y'all take a time to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and let people know who they're talking to. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. This is Earl. I've, uh, I'm 62 years old, almost 63, and been retired now for a couple of years from Eastern Kentucky University. Live here in uh, in Whitley County, about uh, halfway between Corbin and Williamsburg, and uh, with my wife of 39 years, uh, Debbie, and we've got two kids, uh, Adam and Holly. Uh, live on the old farm that uh, my dad was born and raised on. I think my grandpa bought it back in like 18 1896 or something like that. And since I've been retired, I try to hunt and fish. As much, much as possible and enjoy enjoyed you know messing with dogs i've had some kind of dog my whole life uh tree dogs and food with beagles quite a bit too but right now i've just got just got some some mountain cur squirrel dogs nothing wrong with that, wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> and mr steve are you still with us yes sir i'm right here buddy well just in case they don't know who you are let, let us know a little bit about yourself well you know, I'm wanted by the FBI, so i got to be real careful. Well, you're fortunate because <laughs> the FBI I'll don't listen to this. Bouncer, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, uh, I've had dogs my whole life. I was in the military for about seven and a half years. I've been to Panama, Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, I've got to say in, in not a good way. and uh, But anyway, I've been in dogs my whole life and uh, i started out with beagles and then went to bird dogs and then went to labs and then i got to yeah you know, i've always had a table. and right now i've got two plus and, and seven cur, cur right now and um earl bless his heart he was trying to take a couple of my cur dogs were part of one but he's done a fine job with them. He's, he's done real well and um but anyway, all I do is hunt, fish, trap, and take care of my ninety-five-year-old mother. That's, there you go. Yeah, well, you got yeah. a a busy, busy life. Sounds like I got a, I got a full plate. Yes, sir. I got a full plate. Yes, sir. Right. I do. That's great. Well, obviously, we're on here to talk about some squirrel dogs, and uh, yes, I think sir. We've got some. Not counting me and Stephen, we've got two good heads here to put together to get some information. That's what we're hoping for. And yeah. uh, there's not, uh, okay. be between the two of you, there's not too many uh, breeds of dogs you haven't fooled with. Uh, but I know uh, primarily, I know Steve has told me before he's not had a feist dog. Uh, I've never, I've never, I've never owned a feist. Never had, sir. Yeah. But uh, now, Earl, have you had any feist dogs? I uh, know when when I was you know when I was growing up we mainly had had curs and then my dad got into red bones for a while he loved them so we hunted red 
else for quite a bit, but mostly just curves and red bones is what I fool with most of the time. Mm-hmm. And one thing that, uh, and I showed Stephen the video that uh, Earl sent me the other night of the tree competition. Mm-hmm. That I never witnessed that. I didn't know much about that at all. But that to know that we've got dogs Almost. out there that bark like that on the tree is crazy. Yeah. There's some out there that's amazing. That you know that one little dog that belonged to the crows that I sent you that video of. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's been like world champion three or four years in a row. So she's 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 the one to to beat. But uh, you know I I've you know we've had some had pretty good luck with the two dogs I got from Steve. I you know I showed them a couple coons and actually about probably a month after I brought them home brought them home they actually caught them a coon on the ground one morning. It was a it was a heck of a fight, so that kind of showed me they like coons. So yeah, <laughs> but both 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 I think uh, you know both of them's won some competitions and poacher. Now he's a grand champion, and then the other one Storm. He's a he's a champion now. So, but uh, that kind of kind of gives them something to to do, especially in the off time when there's not much hunting going on. So. Yeah. Well, whoever wants to go first, tell us a little bit about what you're hunting now. Dog wise, what's in your kennel? What you're hunting now, and how that's going? And okay, I'll go first here real quick. I, I've got, I've got the two pups that I've that I got from the daddy of them out of the 2021 Dog of the Year, the Three Styling Tiger that Seth Morgan had, and Steve bred his any dog to him, and uh, you know Steve got a got a litter of pups out of them, and uh, you know last year I. They're actually year before last. Now I keep forgetting we've changed years, but yeah. But uh, Steve had a, had that litter of pups, and then you know his his mama kind of took a had some health issues, and he didn't he didn't feel safe leaving her home at home uh, by herself very much. So he was kind of thinning down on the dogs he had. So you know we kind of got acquainted because he actually. He actually donated one of the pups to a friend, a friend of my, a mutual friend of ours that uh, that uh, her dog, her dog got run over and killed. So Steve donated the pup to that kid, and we kind of got acquainted through that. And I was talking to Steve, and you know he was he was thinning down on dogs, and I, I actually told him that I would I would bring one of them home with me, and uh, got <laughs> down there got down there to to pick it up, and there was actually some other guys come to. I'm from Louisiana, and I think they bought three dogs from him. And he was, you know, I could tell he was kind of down and out. And I'm the same way. I hate to get rid of dogs. And anyway, when I was getting ready to leave, he he talked me into bringing two of them home. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're both they're both doing real good. Uh, you know, like last year, kind of, you know, about this time of year when the they were both three and both three and pretty good. They were they were a long ways from finish, but then then we had that cold snap right before Chris Christmas, and it was like you couldn't find a squirrel around here anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was I was kind of out driving the roads trying to find a dead squirrel to train dogs. With, it seemed like. I thought we was the only no, ones that did that. No, yeah, we, we <laughs> last year was tough. We we were honestly, uh, I was looking for any kind of road guild at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, possums, squirrels, yeah. coons, you name it. They're they're both they're, you know they're both doing good right now and uh, got got them started. And the last month's been great. Seems like you know the I guess the squirrels have been in kind of a rut or something. And uh-huh. you know sometimes training two th- you know two three squirrels up the same tree, which is good for a young dog. There's plenty of scent there. Seems like right. And, and then I've got uh, I've got. Uh, 
another dog here that's I'm kind of partners with a friend of mine. I got a friend of mine that I've known for known for 50 years ever since we were like in sixth grade and he's got some disabilities and and uh, somebody somebody called me one day and there was a dog that they kind of rescued and he wasn't in the best of shape and he took him out a few times and he wasn't he could tell he wasn't going to be you know a hard hunter which and uh, he asked if I would mind him if I would help my buddy his name is Zendel White he asked me if I'd help Zendel with that dog if he gave him to him and i told him yeah but told him i wouldn't make any promises that i'd keep him you know just depending on how things went but, but anyway i you know i got the dog and and got him to got him to tree and he he probably you know he's lucky if the dog gets a hundred yards away from him which is a perfect dog for him because right. he don't mm-hmm. you know woods real real good so but uh, you know, he don't he don't tree a lot of squirrels but it's good enough for zindel we can walk the roads and he hits a trail while the dog will go tree and he's usually not too far off the road so he's a you know a good dog for him to hunt with somebody that's got some disabilities that way you don't have to get too far away from the from the road and then I, you know my old dog i've had for, he'll be 11 years old here in, in about eight weeks he's, uh, he's out of uh of the Streaking rebel dog that the, the curls had. I bought bought him from them when they lived still lived up in Berea, Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh, he's eleven years old now. He I still take him every now and then to get him some exercise. But uh, that's pretty much the dogs I'm hunting right hunting right now. So I've had a you know the this this round of uh, of my cur dog creek dog hunting's been going on about eleven years now. So I, I can probably I can probably tell you more things what not to do than I can tell you things to <laughs> Well knowing what not to do that's equally be, as important. Yes it is. Because yes. that can save you a whole lot of time. And there's a whole ton of things on what not to do. But mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Steve, it sound it, it, I'm gonna go out on a limb and it sounds like I'm I'm counting three dogs somebody took home with them and then and then Earl took two home so if I'm if I'm adding it up, you've got one dog left. Am I right? No, sir. I got. Uh, <laughs> I've got. Uh, let me let me count them up. <laughs> I got six cur dogs. <laughs> six cur dogs. I, I, I just want to be. I want to be honest with y'all. I want to be. I, I want to be honest with everybody. Earl Angel will underwell himself and his dog anytime you talk to him. Yeah. Earl is a fine dog man, whatever you want to call it. He hunt, he runs them dogs four times more than I get to run mine due to my situation. Mm-hmm. And he is a fine dog. And I can't, I can't thank him enough. I, I try to do all I can for him. I've got a, a male dog out of Donaghy, um that um I've been campaigning. He won he won the world bench champion last year, and I hadn't I hadn't hunted him a whole lot in competition, but I have hunted him you know just by himself. He's coming on. He's gonna be he's gonna be a nice little dog. Yeah. And I've got I've got the, I've got the sister of the two dogs that Earl has, and her name is Speed. And Speed has never been seen in pup. But I'm gonna tell you what, buddy. She she's she's coming on herself. And, and Earl, well, we talk about this a million times. People rush their dogs too that gun much. Give them a chance. Let them let them hunt. Let them run. Let them let them be a you know a puppy. Yes. When they're yeah. puppies. Yeah. Yeah. I've had I've had several young dogs 
that they were trained and knocking the top out of the tree. I mean, just, I mean, doing all, and then at a year and a half out, they just quit. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. I'm, I'm thinking if you just give the dog its time and, and, you know, I, like I said, I don't get to run my dogs as much as I want to. I only get out about four days a week. And that's usually around the house. And I live in town. But we got a lot of squirrels. Well, we got, you know, a lot of squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, you know, I, I tree in the front yard, I tree in the backyard, and the neighbors love me because the rest of the dogs are marked with the dogs. <laughs> <friend. laughs> yeah. It's a love hate relationship. With that, with that being said, um, let a dog, let a dog mature, let a dog grow up. Yeah. And I've, I've got plot hounds, and we will not start a, a, a hound on a hog or a bear until it's at least a year old. Now we may can, but we don't, we don't put it on big game until it's at least a year old and mature enough to, you know, to have, have some sense about it. Yeah. I, I had a little, a little cur dog years ago. Um, his name was Jet. I'm not kidding you. When that dog was still probably close to two, he was still just like a puppy. Yeah. I mean, he just wanted yeah. to play and jump. He was clumsy, yep. you know, and it just took yep. him a long time to mature, yeah. you know, yep. and he wasn't, no, yeah. he didn't, he, he was a good little dog, but it took him a long time to get it. The female that I have, Annie, and she's an NKC uh, squirrel champion and bench champion, and she's grand bench champion and OMC and all this stuff. She treated her first cone at 14 months old. But when she did it, the light switch flipped on. She just, she's one of my best dogs that I've ever run. With the exception, with the exception of NKC, I've never, I've never competition hunted her mm-hmm. because up at Jamestown at the OMC, I've put her on top. And that's a whole different thing. I got drawn out on the cast with Hatchet and I was with, uh, a guy from Alabama, and I was with, with Mr. Carl, the president of the OMC. Mm-hmm. And we got going through the woods, and I saw a bunch of hogs dying, and he said, we got problems. And Hatchet got on a dead gum hog, and I told him, I said, hey, I'm going to Hatchet. He's on a hog, and we can hear, can hear the hog squealing. Yeah. yeah. We, I, I, and, and all I could hear from, from Mr. Carl was, don't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> now you—you you was talking about her. She treated the first coon. Did you show her a coon before then? No, no, first squirrel. I'm—I'm I'm sorry. Her when when she—I think she treated first on a coon though. Is that what you said? No, she treated on her. Her, her first tree was a squirrel. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm on a set coon, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to my coon dog barking right now. And I, may, I may have been confused. You got coon on your mind. That's okay. That's okay. She carried on a squirrel, and it was a it was a pop up. But from that day on, she was just game on squirrel. Okay. I've never coon, okay. but I've, I've got I've got three litters I breed maybe every other year because I'm not in the puppy business. I believe you could breed that dog to the wall, and it would be a tree dog. Some of them like no. that. Yeah, you'll hear about that. The, the you know two sisters that come out of the same litter, mm-hmm. and that one sister yep. may not produce any dogs, but the other That's one, it's right. like everything that yep. comes out of that dog is just gonna make it. She's just an incredible little dog. But you know, yeah, that's one thing you talk about, and people always talk about losing patience. And I will say, 
you know, don't try not to lose patience, but then again, you know, hunt, hunt to your comfort level. If you're getting discouraged with the dog, that makes it hard on you to go out. So if you, if you need to, to go with somebody else and hunt with their dog a little while to, to, to bring you back up and, and, you know, put your dog in the kennel. I know Merle Seeley talked about that, you know, putting the dog up for a little while, a little you know, while. And, and go hunt with somebody who, who's got a dog, go kill some squirrels and, and yep. get that fire back going. And, you know, I think it'll come back and you'll think, okay, I'm ready to, so, you know, because the worst thing you can do, like, and we talked about, we talk about it all the time, is get frustrated with mm-hmm. your dog. Because you can, you can, like uh, Earl said, you can make a lot of mistakes. I mean, I think it's, I may be wrong, but I think unless you're just beating a dog or really, it's hard to ruin one. You can, you but, can, but I mean, you'd really have to. Yeah, I, I think you'd really have to be really yeah. <laughs> trying. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not to age. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not to age my life. I'm too old, crippled, and fat to be whooping and beating <laughs> and spending energy on yeah. a dog that, yeah. that I can just carry out and go hunt. I'm probably one of the gentlest and earliest, too. I'm going to tell you, that's all the only reason he's got my dogs. Yeah. That's why we partner up on his dogs. He is not, he's, Earl has got the patience. He's, he's incredible. He's real soft-spoken and just, you know, he expects him to do what he can. You know, yeah, with, these dogs, with these two dogs I got of Steve's here now, I, you know, I, and they're out of the same litter, and I, you know, just watching them for the last, I guess, about a year and a half now. Uh, you can, it, you know, and it amazes me the different, the different styles that they have. Is you know, Storm, he's more of a nose on the ground dog. He's walking every log, smelling, and you know, he doesn't, he doesn't hardly ever look up a tree, or he didn't until just the last month or so. And uh, in Poacher, he's just the opposite. He's going through the woods with his head, you know, going through the woods with his head up and and mm-hmm. looking you know, his eyes in his nose. And I, I, I mean, I, we talked about this the other day. While the world hunt last month, we were trying to decide. You know, we were thinking actually about selling Storm and <laughs> we priced him to a gentleman. And and uh, you know, we we decided we, we was going to sell him. And anyway, I, the guy decided he didn't want him. I brought him home the next day, and he. Made two of the best trees that he ever made. Treed solid on the tree, and I shot two squirrels out to him, and he's been he's been doing great ever since. But you know the the thing the thing I think helped Storm more than anything the last month or so is actually looking up and seeing the squirrels rather than mm-hmm. using his nose. And right now I'm working with a poacher trying to get him to use his nose more than his eyes. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. some things you got to kind of look for. Is, you know, some dogs have different hunting styles. Some of them. And one thing, you know, one thing, like I said, I've had squirrels the last month or so just run down the tree and jump out in the dog's faces. So, you know, something like that might might trigger those dogs to, yeah, yeah. you know, might yeah. turn the dog around. I've had several people say that, you know, just something like that will get them fired up and, and turn them on. So. And you hear it all the time. When I was growing up, you know, you hear if a dog hunted with its eyes, then that's pretty much. And he was talking about working with him as far as, as is getting him to use his nose more. What are some things you're doing to to try to encourage yeah, I mean, that? That's that's what I'm doing with some of those road kills and stuff. Is you know laying down a trail for a hundred yards and mm-hmm. you know tying a, you know trying to you know dragging it across logs. And try, you know I'd have had the squirrel had me a take me a big old long piece of baling twine and tie it up in the tree as you know high as I could get it with 
you know, tree limbs tied around it so he couldn't see it, see it to make him use his eyes. So, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, make him use his nose instead of his eyes. So that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of what we've been doing with him, and it seems like it's really helped him a lot. And then I know once since we've been doing this, we can, we I always talk about Chaco, but he's really started to use oh, yeah. his nose, and and I and I, I guess I'm I was looking at it so different because you hear people talk about dogs learning, and and, and I know dogs do learn. But you can – I've watched him progress with his nose and, and shooting squirrels out to him, and I have literally watched his confidence come along. Sore. And, and I've learned so much from him. He's helped me learn oh, because training yeah. this next dog, I, I know that she's going to learn. You know, it, it's I guess hearing it and witnessing is two different mm-hmm. things, but these yeah. dogs do actually pick up. And learn to trust their nose more. Because if a dog's used to using his eyes and and you're not doing the right things to help him come along with his nose, you know, it's really never going to develop like it should. But, yeah, I've watched him grow and learn from using his nose. So it it's definitely paid off big oh, time. Yeah, yeah. I, one thing I've, I, that I have to, with Poacher, he's, he's been doing this. He does this sometimes. And, and I, I hunt a lot of the same area. And there's, there's trees that we've – that we've treed squirrels on, you know, den trees. They they'll usually go check them, but uh, sometimes he'll go. You know, I'll be I'll be watching him. He'll go down. He'll go down and check a den tree, and I'm sure he smells a squirrel. I don't know how fresh the scent is, but he'll put his feet up on the tree and smell up it. And I, I'll notice him looking up at me, wanting me to tell him. Yeah, <laughs> there's a yep. squirrel up there or not. And usually, what I'll do, I'll just turn and start walking off. You know, sometimes he'll. He'll, he'll, you know, actually sometimes he'll tree on it. So I've noticed I, that go on down with, with Chaco, he yeah. can, he yeah. can run to a tree right beside of me. And if I ignore it, he'll kind of move on. But if I start to look up in that tree, he'll start treeing on yeah. that tree. Yeah. Cause he, it's, he needs you to, mm-hmm. he needs you to give him that. Yeah. So that I've really caught that. And I guess I'm on the fence because I'm afraid to not look up. But then again, until he acknowledges that and says, okay, you know, I'm mm-hmm. confident enough to bark on this, yep. then I do try to move on. And he will. He'll, he'll, he'll come along. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's so interesting to talk about that because it, and to watch that play out because he will, I can, I can just be walking through the woods. And if I check a tree, yeah. I can just stop and start looking up a tree. Mm-hmm. And man, he, he's he'll, he's come over there and he's like, okay, it's right here then. Yeah. And you got to be yeah. careful with you that be because he'll he that. he yeah. he will just start. You know, every time I look up a tree, he's like, okay, I'll bark on this one. Yeah. We I've watched it too this year, just seeing him from last year. Yeah. And and what he the where he came from this year when we when you first started taking him out watching him. Start trust his nose more. Watching yeah. him, uh, he's getting a little bit harder on the tree. Mm-hmm. When he's confident, man, when he's confident on it, mm-hmm. you can tell it. Yeah, he's re- he gets really excited. Yeah. I'm, I've never been able to watch a dog learn like I have with him. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, you guys will. I know you guys will second this, but helps you as much as it does the dog mm-hmm. to to get yes, to see you, that. Yes, you pick up. You just pick up so much, and it. Like I said, it helps me with this little dog on you know what yeah. to what to look for, but. Yeah. Uh, is there any what what's some of your guys uh, hidden secrets that you know oh, get out yeah. them black books and tell yeah. us some of these secrets that, you know because we've got some, we've got a lot of young young hunters here coming up in the last couple of months oh yeah we've been so blessed to to, to introduce two guys yep. two new guys to the sport and uh, getting their first dog uh, the boy just went here a while back and picked up his first dog and uh, so uh, these guys are uh, just you know 
listening to every podcast and just trying to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you my secret. Okay. All right. I'm... Load them in the truck. You take them before you go and put them in the woods. That's, that's right. That's, that's what I want to hear. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That, that, I mean, that's the secret. Now, yep. I am blessed. I have a. I have. Um, I told Earl about this. He's gonna come down next week, and we're gonna do it. But I've got a campground that is closed during the winter. Yep. And, and you just walk down the paved roads and let your dog. Now I don't. I'm not a big fan of road dogs. I, I don't. I, I'm in the woods with my dogs. Okay. Yep. yep. But I, I will take and put them in. And I'll put them in this campground, and those squirrels will run out on the road and run up to you. I mean, actually run up to you and say, "Hey, man, you got a peanut?" They are people-friendly squirrels. And when that puppy, when these five-month-old, six-month-old puppies see that squirrel, they will sight chase it up the tree and blow the top out of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been using this campground every winter for, I don't know, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'll even carry my own dogs now. I can't shoot them out. I, right. can't, I can't carry a gun from there. Um, but they will run those squirrels up a tree, and and they'll, they'll you know, they'll, and then they'll find out what a squirrel smells, and they'll find out. But just keep them in the woods. That's the best thing you can do. Yep. And I'm gonna tell you what, plus his heart, Earl has kept these dogs in the woods ever, every day for a year and a half. We, we talk you about know, it like, all the time. like you were talking a while ago that about you know hunting them too much. I have to, you know, I've. I have to be, you know, I've been trying to be careful not to, to overdo it. Like I'll let them out and I'll take them for a little walk here on the farm. We've got about 70 acres here. Then, and I'll, I'll let them get a little exercise. But, you know, I, I actually, I think I may have overdid, overdid a little bit, especially in the, especially in the summer, you know, in the summertime when the dog's not getting a reward or something. One, one little thing, Steve gets mad at me because I do this. Cause he, I save my squirrel tails. He trades his in for trades them in for Mets lures, but I oh, save yeah. my squirrel tails. <laughs> I save my squirrel tails, and uh, you know, if a, if a dog trees makes a good tree on a den tree, or if he if he trees in a tree, you know, especially early in the year when there's leaves on, or you know, in the spring of the year when there's leaves on, or something, I, I try to give the dog a reward if it's not a squirrel tail, maybe a little treat or something. Just right, you know, some and one you know, there's there's some guys that. And I read, I, I can't remember the guy's name. He actually wrote a book I read one time about training tree dogs. And he uses, his reward is like playing tug of war with a, with a dog for like, with a hide or something. And mm-hmm. I did actually did that with my, my old dog. And I found out that uh, that's pretty good until you want to keep the squirrels. And then. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see but, that. Yeah. I, I think, you know, especially if you're not able to shoot it, shoot the squirrels out to a dog for a long period of time or something, giving them some, you know, of course, you're always going to rub on them and pet on them and love on them, but, mm-hmm. you know, give them a, give them a squirrel tail or something like that for kind of reward them a little bit, especially a young, young dog that's, yeah. you know, that's not been hunted a lot to, to kind of keep them going. Yeah. Yeah. I had a young plot dog. And I hunted with a good friend of mine, and he comes up to the OMC, and he's got a heck of a he's got a heck of a little dog coming on. He only owns good dogs because he hunts them all the time. But anyway, um, I carried one of my plot dogs, and we went cane hunting one night, and uh, he made a he made a solid tree. I said, you know, when you get finished loving on that dog, let's go get another one. <laughs> and I mean, I was down there on my hands and knees making this dog think he was the greatest thing on earth. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think the you know I think the reward is a great thing. 
I thought it's a, I think it's a wonderful thing. Now, it, you know, it was out of season. So we, you know, of course, we didn't shoot the, you know, the cane out. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I, I just thought, you know, I thought it was a great thing just to let you know your dog done good. And if you're not good enough to love on your dog, well, you don't need a dog. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. And, yeah, and Stephen will tell you that, that, the little dog I have now, Choco, he expects that. He does. Because I've done it so much. Yeah. Uh, he, Of course, he's he's a little bitty thing, but I started that from an early age when he would do good or something. I, man, I pick him up. I pick him up, and he, he'll he lick me in the face, and I'm rubbing on him, and I'm just rubbing his belly and getting him excited. Oh, yeah. he's, he's tore all to pieces. And by the time I leash him yeah. up and turn him loose again, he's it's all he can do, he's you know, to get to go. gone. And, and, you know, as much as shooting the squirrel out, he expects that from me, that, you know, that thank you and that reward and that just, that plate. You know, on the other side of that, you know, if a dog skips trees or if he, if he, you know, doesn't do exactly what you want, just ignore him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hurts his feelings. It hurts yeah. his feelings. Yep. Because I, I, you know, I hurt a lot of females, but it hurts their feelings. Mm -hmm. You yep. know, uh, rub them up when they do good and just kind of ignore them when they don't. Yep. Yeah. You ain't got to be all this whooping and beating and a banging and carrying on and hollering. And I just I just don't have the energy for that anymore. Yeah, that reward, that loving them up. It, it, I, I'm gonna get, I'll tell you a story on Chaco. And I think I've told it before, but it just amazed me. Uh, Kevin's really good about when he's uh, – uh, if we go to a den tree or something, he he's worked with him and, and he's got the, the whole uh, in the hole, let's go thing. And uh, he'll tell him in the hole, let's go. And, and Chaco will come off the tree and he'll go get something else. And, and uh, we've got a little, little honey hole, like what you said, it's about 500 acres and it's walking trails and it's on the core. You can't hunt it, but, We've talked to the we've talked to the game wardens and everything, and yeah, right, 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 right. and we we are okay to let our dogs run on it. So it's kind of like a little spot to you know just let them run. And he treed right. on the other side of a lake cove, and there was no way we could get to it. We could see him. Yeah, there was water in between us. There's water in between us. And there, I, I was just looking at yep. Kevin. I was like, "There's no way we can't get over there." And he's like, "Well, let me try it." So he yells at him. He said, Chaco, he said, in the hole, let's go. And that little feller come off that tree, come all the yes, way, sir. come all the way around that cove, come right back up there to us. Kevin loved him up. He said, go get me another one. And he, he threw leaves in our face as yeah. he left. He kicked dirt on you. He yes, kicked sir. dirt on That's us to go. And I was like, yeah. man, <laughs> that, yeah. that right there. Just, you know, and I think it's just that dog. And I know Earl, I know both y'all know this, but, with, that dog just wants to please you. And they don't need no whooping and beating. They just need they need loving when they do good, and they need ignorance when they don't do good. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. yep. And I've heard it said, but I don't know if I, I've never hunted many hounds, but I guess not all breed of dogs are like that. I've always heard that maybe some hounds really care less. You know, they're just out there. But now I don't I don't know. Steve's hunted the plot hounds. Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I got a relationship with my dogs because I've I've got a 95 year old mama and my dogs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time with my dogs in the kennel on the ground. Earl is the same thing. I can call. Uh, oh, for instance, I was on a coon hunt one night, and I was out with these young, you know, young ones and whatnot. And uh, we treed down a bluff, and we saw the coon. It was about eye level. 
down below the bluff. And uh, I, I've never hunted this property before or since. And uh, a little fella come over and patted me on the back and said, well, I guess you'll have to go get your dog. I said, no, nah, I don't reckon. And Joe, leave it. Come on. And within 30 seconds, he was by my side. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I just called him off a tree, but I've had to call him living in the city. I've had to call him off squirrel. Yeah, of course, he started on squirrel. Um, I, you know, I, I've had to call him off squirrel here at the house mm-hmm. because my neighbor, they don't, they just don't tolerate the barking. Right. And yeah. they love it when Earl comes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story from from back in the in the spring. I went down to Steve's and we're, we were going to go squirrel hunting. And we actually the first morning we got up and went squirrel hunting, and we cut the dogs loose. And the first thing they done was stretch out a possum. We hunted that. Well, I think we treated on probably four or five. We were hunting with another one of Steve's buddies, and we treated on several den trees and never killed a squirrel. And we got back to got back to Steve's house, and I I tied the two pups the poacher and storm up in steve's yard and we were sitting down there and they went to barking and we we was too, i hollered at them trying to make them be quiet and they went and be quarrels in the mulberry tree up there <laughs> they, they was they was treating yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing it really was but another another thing that a lot of you know a lot of people especially i mean i i mean i know a lot of especially this days of the competition hunters and stuff uh, a lot of people you know the a lot of these dogs are going 800, 900, 1,000 yards. And mm-hmm. where I live at up here in the mountains, that, that you know, especially me with bad knees and a bad back, that don't, you know, I can't, if I, if I went to a, do- a dog two or three times 1,000 yards, it'd be, you'd probably have to come and come and get me. But, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, as far as, you know, one thing, you know, the first thing you do when you get a pup, in my opinion, is, is to teach it to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. A basic that's what i would do and then and part of that is you know i and i don't i don't really hardly ever do much as for shocking but i you know when you first get one a dog and he's not not listening to you you know when, when you get him to come to you i you know i teach them how to do it you know a tone collar or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, that's one thing that's one thing that i've train my dogs to do is you know if i try to keep mine in a two or three hundred yard range and and once they learn what that tone means why you know it's usually not any problem i try to watch the you know my track and collar my garmin and and you know sometimes a squirrel will go 100 200 yards when you hit you know so i i watch it if they're you know if they're getting in about five or six hundred yards i'll usually tone them and get them back in into range but uh you know that's that's another another thing that a lot of people don't do. They don't you know they don't hardly they don't teach their dogs just the basic come here and mm-hmm. yeah and uh, get and you know I you know people out there hollering and calling their dogs and they won't come to them so, you know and they end up you know end up having to turn up the shock and collar and yeah. shock them but uh, yeah that's just that's just you know some. We've Some covered that a lot, and that's so yeah. important. Those basic commands again yeah. goes back to that. It what you said earlier on is what not to do is yeah. don't don't skip that because that that helps a lot of your frustration in the end. Because if you're already mad, you can't get your dog to come to you. Yeah. You know, tone tone breaking to me. It may not be to everybody. Probably some people not, but that's that's vital. I mean, it's, it's even for the safety of a dog for a lot of different reasons. Yep. But that's that's a yes, very sir. important part. Can you guys tell us some of your roles y'all play with the the OMCBA? I know y'all y'all are always at Jamestown and things like that. Uh, 
what what's uh, I know y'all got jobs there and things to do. So can can you talk about a little bit about your roles in that and and what role you play in that? Go ahead, Earl. I'll pick up. I'll pick up after you. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're you know we we just try to help out as much as we can. Me and Steve's both been bench show judges and you know count counting on the tree and contest and we try to you know help them help them as much as the, as we can with the you know putting out the benches and sometimes with the cleanup and stuff like that so it just and uh you know just kind of things like that we just try to join in and you know everybody pitch together and work together to try to make everything run smooth I, i'll give a shout out for my wife and the, and another lady that's uh member of OMC, Eugenia Frazier, they, they both, the last, last year, they both worked with the youth and, and, uh, done some programs for the youth. We, you know, had some games for play in, uh, in, in the September hunt while they got the Mr. Smith and, uh, Sarah Slayton to, to bring her dog. And they done taught the kids some basic stuff to do work with their dog on the bench show. And oh, okay. one of the probably most exciting things. I guess we did that they did with the kids was uh you know kind of had a coons contest they all love that so yeah <laughs> let them play other games and win prizes and you know just you know like I said we all try to all try to work together as members and try to help everybody out and make sure everything goes smooth and and I'll give another shout out to some some folks there the Scotty Delk and his family they they've took over the kitchen last year so and they do a great job with the foods. I'm hungry when you get down there, but no, that's an important Steve, part. You, if you come up, come up sometime, me and Steve might have a crock pot full of squirrel dumplings over Ooh, something. That'd be great. Things. You you hit on well, one I thing I want to ask you to talk about real quick, just in case you've got anybody out there, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have a dog, uh, let's say. Uh, you have a dog and you're not going to enter it in the hunt. You can still put this dog in the bench show. Am I right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And if you've got somebody yeah. out there that's interested in that, can you? You can uh, do. You can do the bench show. You can do the bash race. You can do the training contest. You can do all the outside activities without not having to hunt. You know, without you know having to hunt. Yeah. Okay. What well, people some advice on? What they need to do to prepare a dog for a bench show. What, what what are we looking for when they're in that bench show? What are you guys judging on? And if somebody's got that dog, they think, hey, you know, man, this dog stands here good. I can put it in a bench show. What are some things that people can do to get that dog ready for that? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the first and foremost. Okay, trim their daggum toenails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's that do? You can't have a dog stand up on three quarter inch toenails. You, you just don't, it, it's not. It's not going to happen. Trim their toenails and get them used to. You know, get them used to being handled. Yeah. And make sure, make sure they got a good bite. Uh, we judge on feet, bite, ear links. Um, uh, we judge on top line, bottom line, shoulder, hip, tone. Tone is another thing. You can have the prettiest dog in the world if he's flabby. I mean, there's a lot of things to judge on um, age, and you got to take everything in because we have different categories, different times of the year. You have different categories, and um, if you're judging puppies, that's the hardest thing you can do in the world. Yeah. So, uh, as far as he said, like the the teeth, you know, the the you want a dog that 
they called it scissors bite with with a maybe just a slight overbite. You know, the top uh-huh. teeth come down and and the scissors. But for what it, you know, you know, sometimes dogs have an underbite. You know, so that that kind of that kind of puts that dog at a disadvantage if his you know if his bottom teeth are in an underbite. And uh, you know, like Steve said, one one thing that we really look at is the you know the muscle tone here i'll I'll read this i got the book here you know Mm, number 19 is just a general appearance and it's you know a vigorous and alert powerful and strong in bone and muscle and the strength and agility require required of a hunting dog so you you know if you know one one thing you want to do if you're going to show your dog is to get the dog in shape you know a dog you grab it out of the pen and not you know it's not got any muscle tone and like steve said it's flabby why that you know that puts the dog at a, at a disadvantage as far as as far as the other characteristics mm-hmm. and you know and then you know, sometimes it comes down i mean we've seen some we've seen some beautiful dogs up there and sometimes it comes down to just looking at some things for example if you got two dogs that are beautiful and muscle tone and it's hard to judge but then the kind of the one of the other things you go to like you know, here in the in the book, it's like dew claws. You know, they're not not required but preferred. So if if you're kind of in a tie, that's kind of one of the things you go to. You look for, you know, the if it's a tie and then one of the dogs has got dew claws and the other one don't, well, the dog with the dew claws kind of kind of is a you know a little bit more than an advantage in that situation. Hmm, that's so, interesting. But, I didn't yeah. know that. And, and yeah, the rear the rear dew claws are are. You know, they're preferred. And also, uh, tails. If you have a dock tail, and if you're, you know, if you know how to judge and you've docked enough tails in your life, you know a, a dock tail from a natural tail, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. You can, you, you can take your finger and, and rake the end of that dog's tail, and you know if it's been docked or if it's natural. We, we only ran into one situation. Earl and I ran into one situation. Both these dogs were identical, perfect, I mean, incredible. The dog that won, that he had rear decals. Okay. It was the time of I mean, I, I mean, it, it you know, I mean, they were identical. They were incredible. And I explained to the other fella, why he got beat? Yeah. But I, I would say that's probably one of the that's probably one of the hardest hardest things is you know is a and and they have a hard time sometimes getting people to to judge because you know it you know it's people think you're picking a dog because of who's the owner is and stuff like that and that's mm-hmm. one right that's one thing we always try to do is not look at not look at who owns the dog. We don't look at bloodline. We don't look at bloodline. We don't look at the owner. We look at the dogs. The right. dog will show itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Earl and I both have run into problems, and I don't want a pit bull head on it, and I don't want a whipping head on it. I want a cur dog head on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I want a good white muzzle, and I want, I, you know, I want a, I want a cur dog. There's a lot of things that we look at, but um, it, it, it boils down to pick the best dog. So that's, that's it. But you know the best thing, the best thing about these cur dogs, I'm gonna tell you, the best thing about these cur dogs is the people that you meet and make friends with. You know that, yeah. that you actually make friends, and that's how I met Earl. And that, but, another thing I'd like to mention too is is always every every OMC hunt before the before we have the the you know the regular bench show for for the registered dog, or, you know for the 
I guess I'd say maybe the the dogs that are there are for the adults maybe or the dogs that are more you know more for we have a a youth bench show before the regular bench show we have the you know the people we let everybody every kid that's there if they even if they don't know somebody's got a dog we use plenty of dogs there (laughs) (laughs) steve usually brings away his usually got two or three so if you're if you're out there and you know you got a kid and even if you don't have an OMC dog, why come on down and and meet everybody and you know there's usually there's usually plenty of pups and stuff for sale there if you want to look at pups or if your kid's interested in showing a dog in a bench show, I just ask somebody we'll find a we'll find a dog that your you know your kid can participate in the in the bench show you know if even if even if uh you know and usually in june and september they, they've been trying to have some other youth activities and you know and even if it's december or march we still have a youth bench show before the regular bench show so yeah that's good you, know. you brought up a good thing there if you're and you know you don't have to be a competition hunter to attend these we talk about this all the time but if you're in the market for a dog, no, and, and if you're in, if you're in the market for a dog, like you said, there's probably a lot of good pups for sale there, and what better place to go look for that? You know, you've got some probably good bloodlines going to be there, so, and yeah. a lot of good advice. And so, if you're in the market for a pup, you know those pups are going to be there, and that you know just if you want to go out on a cast and watch these dogs and, and get some advice and pick you out a pup, that what's a great place to do it. Yep, you're more than I mean you're more than welcome, and we got. You know, there. You know, there's a lot of other hunts out there. You got the NKC. You got you. You got you got all kinds of uh, squirrel events out there. The only thing that I hunt personally is the OMC and the 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 NKC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's just because they're, they're they're the closest to the house. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that and that's that's you a lot know, of people. I don't. I don't have to drive out of state. I don't have to, you know, you know, spend a night. I don't have to. Yeah, I can. I can go and hunt and be back home to feed dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are there are some OMC OMC state hunts too. And we've we've got a website that we've been trying to trying to keep up for OMC. It's OMC OMCBA dot net, and you can click on events. And there's some some state hunts, and it's got the the dates of the dates of all the Jamestown hunts, the March, June, September, and December. And you can, you know, click on there and, and, uh, we've been trying to, to get it updated a little bit and, and keep all the events updated. We'll usually a couple of weeks before we'll put, we'll put some more details, but the dates are on there right now as far as the, as the, uh, hunts at Jamestown. And I think there's a couple of, couple of local state hunts that's going on too. So, Good stuff. That's, awesome. That's good stuff. And then you got, and then you got Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina. South Carolina was last weekend. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's OMC hunts all over the South. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably one. I think there's another one. There's one. I think in Tennessee coming. I think it's just. A, I think they're just having a squirrel hunt. I, th- I don't think they're having a bench show or anything. But then, then there. I think there's a Virginia hunt coming up and. That's good, and you know, you this is this is really turned into a year-round thing almost. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, hunting your, hunting your dog and, and getting these shows go all the way, or I'm sorry, these competitions. It, I mean, go all the way to March. Am I right? Well, we have we have March, and then we have you know June, and I mean they're they're all hunts, but you know now that deer season has closed, um, 
I mean, we're we're able to get out and hunt a lot of places that we wasn't able to hunt before. Right. Yeah. yeah Good we, point. Were ta- we were talking about that the, the other yeah. day. Yeah. Nothing, nothing against the deer hunters, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, no, nothing against the deer hunters because <laughs> you can't run you can't run a dog in the woods at night and shoot coon out and then deer hunt the next day. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can't do that. That's impossible. Um, I got, I got, I'll kill one of my biggest deer. I'll kill one of my biggest deer in the same woods that I that I couldn't hunt the night before. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's just, but that's the way people think. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, and you don't have to worry about you. you don't have to worry about your dogs. And even though we run our dogs, we we got these little these little fishy looking orange vests and whatnot that we run our dogs with and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> I don't want somebody to shoot my dad dumb dog. That's right. That's exactly right. right. We're a little more lucky in Kentucky, I guess, than they are in Tennessee. But Kentucky, we've just got, well, we got like 15 days. But Tennessee, it runs from what? From uh, November all the way. Well, next weekend will be our closing season. I don't. I don't run a. I, I, I maybe I should. I don't run a. I don't run a, uh, a vest on my little vice dog because he's got. He's mostly white. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea. He's so little, most people couldn't get him. Hey, you know, <laughs> pocket rockets. You know, sure. we, we like those little pocket no. rockets. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we just, we just do this. You know, it, it, it eases my mind. Yeah. 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 You know, well, I might. I, and I've heard, we call mine a pocket rocket. He's thirty-two pounds. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Wow. Now there's some there's some nice little cur dogs out there. I know I know you had the Milan boys on a while back. I think yeah. that little little Rambo dog. I think they told me he only weighed like twenty-seven pounds. Yeah, he's a small so little. Yeah. 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 Kevin's got one right now that's. Uh, I don't. We haven't weighed her, but no, she's but she's she's, she's, small. she's yeah. smaller than my fight. She's a little. She's she's a little. Yeah. A little curt dog. How 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 is she registered? She's OMCBA. She's OMCBA. Yeah. 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 He needs to bring her down. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I know, uh, Steve's talked about this. You know, with the feist dog, and you had an interesting encounter with the coyotes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am. We had we were on a competition coon hunt one night, and we had a black and tan come out of the woods. And I, she was bless her heart, she was hauling the mail, and she had three coyotes behind her. Wow. And I know you're not supposed to carry. Well, this came out later. I know you're not supposed to carry guns on a competition, you know, hunt. But there was three coyotes that didn't make it out of the woods that night. Yeah, I don't blame you a bit. Them boys pulled pistols out of places I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm telling you, they went to throwing down on them coyotes, and that little dog came up, and she she was cut up a little bit. I mean, she had, she had been rolled. Yeah. And uh, I've got a friend of mine, he had a feist, and this little booger, if it wasn't nothing moving, he'd get out a thousand yards. Yeah. And the coyotes got him down one, one afternoon. You know, I worry about my dogs. And and Earl's had several he's yeah. had experiences when when storm would come back to him or yeah. yeah. I sent that video. I mean I sent Kevin that video there I had from a couple of weeks ago. I was about I don't know, about five miles from the house down here on some forest service land and I'd actually already shot a squirrel out to storm walked probably about a hundred yards and I you know, I heard barking and I you know, actually thought it was him treated again and and uh and it could have been initially but anyway when i 
when I got about halfway to him, uh, well, I met him coming to me and I could still hear barking out in the woods and, and I, and it amazed me how much a coyote can sound like a dog barking. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm assuming they were trying to get him to, trying to get him to come back. So I, I mean, I tied him up and I was hoping they would come on in and I could get a shot at them, but they never would get close enough, but they were, they were barking and, you know, amazingly sound just like a dog barking. So, yeah. I mean, did you post that on Facebook, somebody, Earl? Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I did. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I don't know if I did or not. I think I'll, I'll put, I'll go, I'll check and make sure I may have took it down, but I'll put it back up. That's there. an interesting video because those, they were, they were, I'm assuming they were just trying to lure his dog back. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, they were just barking. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Never, I've never heard anything like that. These coyotes are, are, are bad. And, you know, there, there's a lot of dangers in the woods. You never know what's going to happen when you, you know, when you cast your dog. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Amos Moses got killed by a copper. He got killed by, uh, I mean, a, a, a water moxin. And uh, when Terrell got to him and, and, and got his collars off, he was so slowed up and he, just, he bit him right there on the side of the face. Um, he just suffocated. God. And uh, snakes, you know, snakes are a bad thing. And uh, as far as, as, and I'm a trapper, I'm not going to deny it. I'm, I'm a plow trapper. Um, people need to know how to get their dog out of a trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm not talking just shit holes. I'm talking, I'm talking in 330 beaver traps and whatnot because these dogs are gay. I mean, they're looking for something. Yeah, and you need to learn how to get your dogs out of traps. Mm-hmm, and yeah. um, first thing you do is take your coat off and, and, and wrap their head up so they can't bite you. I don't care how much they love you; they're in pain and they will bite you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and get that trap off. And, and there's a, there's there's you know there's a lot of there's a lot of bad things out there in the world. And electric uh, fences. Um, I'm saying electric fences don't move run a dog. You know, um, cattle, uh, something else, something else. I have a good friend of mine. He had a nice little cur dog. I mean, he was coming on, and he was in a field, and one of them little donkeys. You know, they use donkeys to, for coyote protection. Mm-hmm. He, kicked, he kicked that dog in the head and killed it. Oh, oh man. There's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of there's stuff out there can hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys. Have we missed anything? You've been we've been on here for an hour. It doesn't seem like it. it seems like no, five minutes. No, sure but uh, is there anything you guys want to add? Anything we've missed that we you guys want to cover? You know, just like we were talking earlier about how you know how you can make good friend good friends and you know that through uh, through through dogs and and hunting and stuff like that. And I think you know, I mean, that's that's kind of been my life experience. You know, I remember. You know, when I was a kid, I was lucky that my my dad took me hunting, and we enjoyed. I remember one Christmas Eve, we were we were going to going to go coon hunting for a couple hours, and this was back before Garmin's and all that stuff. And we ended up getting lost and not getting home till like about daylight on Christmas morning. But, oh man, <laughs> that was you know more memorable 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 Christmas to me because you know we were out there hunting and. Oh yeah, and uh, we kept we got a coon we got a coon that night. So, but uh, yeah, I just the only thing I'd add is just you know take a kid hunting and mm-hmm. or somebody that's disabled or not able to get out. Why well, take them hunting? It don't have to be with a dog. You can take them hunting or fishing or whatever. Oh just yeah, to mm-hmm. get out and make memories and enjoy yourself. So absolutely. 
Yeah, I know Stephen talked about it. He's his boy really don't squirrel hunt with the dog much, but now he's been going recently. And then and my son, of course, he's always hunting with squirrel. You know, with me with the dog, and then he's he's got a few buddies now that's kind of getting interested and. I think they listen to the oh, yeah. show, and so they're wanting to go and try it. So it's, you know, it it it's great when you can take a kid hunting and, yeah. Yeah. and pass it along and and let them get interested. I mean, that's what we've got to do if we're going to see this thing grow. But, wow, Steve, what have we left well, out? Well, I'm just I'm just going to leave it to this. This is my last finishing state, but I've lived I've lived a very gifted life. I've been a guide, an outfitter, a farrier. I've done everything in this world except get a real job. <laughs> I've been able to make it. I've been able to do well. I've trained dogs for the public, uh, this, that, and the other. I've got it in Alaska, all over British Columbia, Canada, uh, the West, and whatnot. And I still work with the TWRA, which is the Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency. I work with them quite a bit on the uh, Becoming Outdoor Women or Woman. And uh, the toys, which I dearly love, which is teach our youth. Yeah. And um, I'm a hunter safety instructor, a boater safety instructor. Um, give back. Yeah. I've been blessed. I have been so blessed in my life. Give back to what you love. Mm-hmm. Whether that be dogs or whether that be, there, there's no secrets in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, I can keep a dog running three days longer than most people just by knowing what to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I don't keep secrets. I don't like secrets. If I can help somebody, I will help them. Yeah, you know, so. just, just give back. That, that's my biggest thing in, you know, in the dog world is, you know, just help your neighbor, help your buddy, help your friend. I hope to see you. I hope to, I hope to see y'all up there at the NKC or the OMCBA or I'd love to see y'all up at there. Get, get up there and show some dogs. I'll help yeah. you. Yeah. Well, uh, I have full confidence. This little dog I've got now, OMCBA. I thank God she's got to my hands and out of Stevens because I, I'm going to make something out of her. I mean, I know we, we, you know, we've talked about that. You know, Buck Stephen bought. I think Stevens had that dog seven years now, and uh, boy, he's getting old. <laughs> no, he had him about two years or something, and you know, but yeah, he Stephen tries. He's got a good heart. He's got a good heart, and I, I don't want to discourage him. You know, I try to lift him up. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he can't, you know, I, I, I hate to, I, you got to really be there for him. He can't hit the squirrels when he shoots at them. Now, I do have a problem. Yeah, he, he falls yeah. down a lot. He I breaks his guns. Yeah. He, you know, he, so. The, I'm not the most graceful The guy dogs are really there to support him. They're more of an emotional support dog. Really, they are. They are. They you are. Know, they're more of a yeah. He they've rescued him from the life he's been leading, and yeah. so it's uh, and now I'm just trying to help him along. You know, he's a handicap. Uh, he's, my, he's my cross to bear, so to speak. Yeah, but. yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's good to have friends. It is, ain't it? Like, it's yeah. good to have yeah. friends. Yeah. And, and I'm, gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what, Earl Angel is is, is is one of my best friends in the whole world, and we met we met through Dad Blaine Curdogs. Yeah, yeah. The only thing better than the dog is the relationships that you that you end up with. Yeah, I yeah. believe that because yeah, we've we've, bought, we've met so many great people mm-hmm. just by doing this right yeah. here, and this all this come about with just the squirrel dogs. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. 
you know, I've listened to all your podcasts, you know, Merle Seeley and, and Clifford and whatnot, and I mean, those are just people I look up to, yeah. you know? I, yeah. I mean... Oh yeah, I'd us like, too. I'd like, I'd like to grow up be like that one day, but that ain't gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I will tell you one thing about Earl. I don't care if you put this on the air, if you add it or not. That man will sell himself short every time you talk to him. Yeah. yeah. He will sell himself. And and he's all oh, he's all right. He's doing okay. He's he he trained a squirrel yesterday. No, he is Earl is not a salesman. But you know that guy that came up there and, and looked at that dog and Earl said, "Well, he." That's what I call lightly started. See, that dog could beat 90% of the dogs that was in competition. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I just wanted to keep him. Right That's like, yeah, he wouldn't really Hang want on to him. He yeah. wouldn't really want to sell him, Steve, I don't yeah. think. No, he's... He's been. He's one of the. He's one of the finest, finest people I've I've, I've met in the last few years. And I tell you, he comes down here, and him and his wife, uh, Miss Debbie, they come down here, and and, and they they dawdle over over Mama, and we just oh, we just have the biggest time. It's it's a it's a good it's a good world. That's good stuff. That's yeah, good. I'm gonna say this about Steve. Ain't you know his, you know his as far as I'm, one of the, you know I admire Steve for his service to our country, but. Also admiring for for taking care of his mama. There's not yeah. not yes. a whole lot of you've, you've heard all of his travels, and he's used to be here and there. But to, mm-hmm. to kind of you know when his mama needed him, why he's he gave all it up, and he's there with her. So that's great. That's, that's good. Uh, yep, that's good. Stuff. Not many people do that days. Y'all, y'all edit this out, okay? But if there's any good women out there that needs to, you know needs to come help me. Um, I'm, I'm willing. <laughs> 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 see, now that's our net. We're, we're, we're wanting to start up a, uh, a squirrel hunter singles podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> squirrel hunters only. <laughs> squirrel hunters only. <laughs> yeah, my, hey, hey, called, Steve called earlier and my, hey, asked what I was going to talk about. My wife said, talk about you women. And, I, and I, Steve said, that's going to be a real short talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is you great. Can't run, hey, you can't run dogs and take care of mom at the same time. It ain't going to <laughs> That's right. That's I'm proud. I'm proud to, uh, to know y'all and talk to you and everything. But uh, y'all come, y'all, seriously, y'all come up to O and see. I'd love to. We're going to try uh, to. Yeah. We're going to try our best to get up there. We, we tried to get there the last time and it didn't work out for us, but we're going to, we're going to do our best to get there this yeah, time. Yeah, we're going to try everything we can get there. The podcast, too, they're great. I've enjoyed it. I've not got to listen to all of them. I've missed quite a few, especially the last month or so. And, and I've been hunting quite a bit, but I, you know, I appreciate y'all getting on there and oh, we love talking it. to people, promoting yeah. the sport. Yes, sir. I, I love the promotion of part of it, and um, I've had, you know, um, I got a couple pups. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and sell here in the next few, but I just got to cut down because I just can't put the time in it. Yeah, well, so yeah. I, I won't be having to bring them home with me. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. I reckon this year I'm gonna run for the board of directors of the OMCBA. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, breaking news. Yeah, breaking I'm, news. There we go. Well, 
I reckon I'm gonna, I'm gonna run for the the board of directors, and I think I can bring you know some stuff to the table, Good. and maybe get some, you know sponsors in there, and uh, with the help of Earl and everything, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sure enough you know give it my best shot and. Uh, We'll see. We'll see how that goes. That'd be good. That's great. That's good. That's great. That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. Breaking news. That's yeah. Some breaking news. <laughs> That's almost as good as Nick Saban. Reason. Oh, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that either. Yeah. I don't know. I'm an hour ahead of y'all. So on the six o'clock news. That was the breaking news. Oh, I'll have to check that out. All right, Earl, who, uh, who exactly is that? <laughs> Steve's a big football fan. He's coached to Alabama. <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, Man, he's been he been there for seventeen years, and I think won five or six national championships. And he decided to resign today. So. That's great. My goodness. my goodness. Okay, all right. Well, I, I yeah. figure if it ain't hunting, fishing, or trapping, it just really is. You know, it's just a game. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, That's right. well, fellas, I had a ball. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, and man. I really appreciate make sure make sure y'all edit all the doing this out. And, oh, that's uh, that's what they like. That's what everybody wants to hear. If you don't care, hang on just a minute, uh, and we'll talk to you just in a second after we end this. But uh, real quick, uh, we'll end the podcast here. I hope you guys learned a bunch. We had two great minds on here. That's right. And be sure to tune in next. <laughs> we, we got a pretty good idea but you guys be sure to tune in next week to another episode of treat up thank you so much and god bless guys thanks for listening please take time to follow me on facebook and instagram and tune in next week for another show with treat up podcast